So welcome to Confessions of a Serial Seller. I have an absolute sensational guest with me tonight. This, this gentleman, he's an author of six books about habit, known as Habitude Warriors. He's known as Mr. Awesome. He's the creator of one of the biggest conference events in America called Habitude Warriors. He shared the stage with some of the leading, leading influencers and entrepreneurs the world has ever seen. Les Brown, Brian Tracy, Jack Canfield, just to name but a few. Eric Swanson, absolute honor to have you on my podcast, my friend. Thanks, brother. Good to see you, man. What's happening, Tony? Woohoo! <laughs> so I'm really, I'm so excited for your virtual summit that you got launched on the 24th April on the, May the 1st. Uh, before we get into that, and I hear about that, I just want to, I always like to know a bit about my guests in terms of their journey. I know you, you've worked with some of the biggest and the best sales gurus in the world. Just tell my audience a little bit how it all began for you. Yeah, man. So I got started uh, years and years ago, around 22 years ago, with a guy named Brian Tracy. And started with him. Uh, he, he took me under his wing, ended up uh, working with him and his, his whole team, uh, became a senior trainer with Brian, and traveled around the world um, working with him and representing him in his, his sales training and, and, and his programs, his events, and so forth. And uh, that's how I got my start. Um, ended up meeting a lot of different uh, uh, you know, speakers and creating some really great relationships because of that. And what, what were the, the key things that you've learned along your journey from the likes of Brian Tracy and some of the others in terms of the core principles of selling? You know, interesting you, you asked that. So Brian, one of the first things that Brian taught me to do was to diversify myself and to, to really learn from experts out there and not just learn one way, but learn my way. You know, my, my way, yeah, <laughs> I heard you say, ooh. <laughs> it, and it's true, it's, it's learn your way, meaning, you know, are you being authentic? Are you really be showing up as the real you? Um, someone just asked me, uh, I do a lot of interviews as you can imagine, and someone just asked me last week, uh, she said, how do you, how do you get in, how did you, or how do you get in a room with sharing a stage with, with the likes of like Brian Tracy, Les Brown, you know, Jim Rohn back in the day and Dr. Dennis Waitley and all these, all these top gurus and Jeffrey Gittimer and all these, all these people are, are good friends of mine now. And my simple answer to her was, I'll tell you how I got in that room is I was myself. I was literally myself. I, 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 I showed up exactly how I always show up. I'm not a different person on stage than off stage. I'm the yeah. same exact person. I'm that authentic awesomeness. And I bring that awesome to the table of what, wherever I go. So yeah. I always like to say, uh, Tony, that I, I, I feel like I'm other people's coffee. Like they don't <laughs> need to go. They don't need to go to Starbucks or whatever. You know, they, all they have to do is, is surround themselves with me. I'll give them their coffee and their I attitude of all. You're their caffeine, their immediate caffeine fix. I love that. I, and That's I know, it. you know, Jim Rohn, one of the, the famous things I remember him sharing was you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. How, right. you know, as a habit guru or warrior, how <laughs> vital in sales is it, do you think, to, to, you know, to, to surround yourself with successful salespeople? Oh, my God. It's absolutely the... Most critical. Now, you just said something interesting, though. Surround yourself with the most successful salespeople. Hmm. 
I don't know if I would say it that way. I would say it a different way. I surround myself with the most successful human beings because if you're, if you're a, a human being doing human awesome things, then you're selling yourself already. That's what it's all about. It's being authentic. Like I used to, when, when, I, when I worked with, uh, I'll tell you a quick story. When I, when I worked with Brian Tracy uh, years ago, 22 years ago, I worked with him for about eight years. And one of those years, uh, towards the end of the, the session that I worked with him, um, I was on stage, uh, sharing the stage with Brian and, and of course, uh, uh, Jim Rohn, which yeah. you know, Jim, late, great, amazing Jim Rohn. And Jim came up to me at, at this, this conference in Houston, Texas. And he asked me, he says, hey, Eric, what do you do? What, what do you do for Brian? And I said, I was all excited. I go, I'm the best salesperson there can ever be for Brian Tracy. I'm the yeah. best. I'm the best. And he's like, huh, what do you really want to do? That's what he asked me. And I was like, wow, what a great question. And I walked away. I came back and I finally said, uh, I said, Jim, or, or I said, you know, Mr. Rohn. I actually ran away a couple more times. Then finally I came back because <laughs> it was Jim Rohn. I was a little scared. So I said, uh, Mr. Rohn, I think I figured it out. I think I, I really want to help myself and others around the world with their habits and their attitude. And he said, you should put that together. So I literally put Habitude together. That was the genesis of my, of my company's name. And I bring up that story. Sorry for all these messages okay. coming in. I don't, I don't really know how to turn those off when, when I have this computer still on. It's kind of crazy. Don't worry. So, so, uh, so I bring up that story because I, I learned then, you know, that it's not, it's not about being the best salesperson. It's not about being the best closer. Yes, yeah. I can teach you closing strategies, overcoming objections, prospecting the best way, connecting with others, all these different, you know, ninja secrets. I can teach you them and they're in my books. But, but really, it's, it's being a, a great you. It's being yeah. the, the best you you can possibly be. And to answer your question, you know, surrounding yourself with these individuals is amazing. Now, there's a great, there's a great saying that I used to live by. And Tony, the saying is, um, surround yourself with like-minded people. And I thought, wow, what a great idea. Mm. For years, I used to do that. And then I started seeing that I was not moving to the next level. Mm. So now I change it. It's not, for me, it's not surround yourself with like-minded people. It's surround yourself with people who are going to up-level you to the next level. I love that. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's gold. That's absolute gold. And I love, I love the story of how Habitude came together. So this is a key question I've got for you. So a lot of my listeners are in the world of sales. And, and I think, you know, one of their, I know, I know this will resonate with them, but one of their challenges is they probably have quite a lot of bad habits that's not serving them, where they know right. they should have great <laughs> habits. And maybe their yep. attitude isn't always as positive as it could be. So being the, the Habitude Warrior, what's your best advice, Eric, to shape, help people have always have the right attitude and have the best habits? I love that question. Okay, first I want to mention, I have something called the theory of eight. Okay, like the number eight. And I say that before I give you the other answer. And the reason why is because because a lot of people ask me, like you, you just did, they say, well, how does somebody stay focused and positive all the time? You know, how do you have great habits all the time? And I really don't think you should or can have a fantastic habit every single you know, minute of the day. So what I have is something called the theory of eight or the power of eight. And what I do is this. 
um, we all get, have issues and things come up and, you know, we, you know, we just have little things that happen, you know, or big things, you know, maybe you drop your coffee or maybe, you know, you miss, miss the, um, whatever it is, you know, timing gets in the way, something happens and uh, people freak out. Well, as, as I do sometimes as well, I learned to use the power of eight, meaning I will take either eight seconds, yeah. eight minutes, 80 minutes, eight hours, or maybe eight days to get over that particular thing, whatever that issue is. Mm. So I choose right then and there. I say, okay, you know what? I'm going to be mad for, you know, eight minutes yeah. and then I'm over it. I'm over it. I make that decision. Then I move in to the next step. It's almost like in sales where, you know, I used to go door to door. Now I speak on these stages and, you know, travel around and so forth. But uh, back in the day, I used to go, uh, uh, I, would, I would go door to door, right? I'd go into different uh, companies and associations, et cetera. And yeah, the, the issue is when you go into one door, the only, uh, the only indication of how that, uh, that first door went is you when you go into the second door. So if you can think of like, like um, uh, a, a casino and they have the, um, the dice table, you know, the, the craps table. Yes. And you roll, roll the dice. Well, those, those dice have zero reflect on what was just rolled. But the thing is, salespeople always carry that last sales call into the next sales call. Very so what I, would, what I would suggest is use a, a, a refresh. And that's one of, one of my habitudes. And it's a, it's a habitude, by the way, is just your habits and your attitude put together. Mm. So it's literally having a great habit of a great attitude and, and having techniques that go with it. So one of the techniques is having a refresh. So you say to yourself, you remind yourself, like our friend Tony Robbins always talks about, you know, having, having um, like TOMA, top, T-O-M-A stands for top of mind awareness. Yeah. So have that awareness to yourself and say, okay, I'm, I'm good. This is going to be a great event. This is going to be a great sales call. This is going to be a great phone call. Then my next one that I'm going to make and, and nothing's going to keep me down. I'm going to be yeah. awesome. And here are the five reasons why. And yeah. you give yourself that, that little pep talk of why you should be awesome on that next call. Yes. And uh, it's, it's just a really cool strategy. So that. the first thing is, this, yeah, thank you. And, and to answer your, your original question, what I would suggest is this. As, as your question was, what a lot of your sales um, individuals and entrepreneurs and business people on the, on the call today, they might be saying, well, I have some bad habits. How do I, how do I identify those and, and get rid of those and move them into, into good habits? The answer is very simple. Identify them. I mean, literally ask yourself, you know, ask yourself, okay, write, write down uh, 10 things that you believe that you do, that if you got rid of those 10 things out of your daily life, you'd have so much more success in, mm. in, your, in your career and your life. And, and then start working on those action take, takers, right? Mm. I work with a lot of people from The Secret. Yes. A lot of my friends are from The Secret. In fact, I, have, I just had a 90-minute chat with my friend Marie Diamond from The Secret. She's amazing. Um, she's over in the south of, south of France right now. Okay. And she'll be on our summit coming up. And she, um, she talks about you know, having that attitude of awesomeness and, and really having that, that frame of mind to go into the next level, right? Mm. So... It's all about, it's all about like, like the secret says, you know, you, you want to think about what your outcome is, but, yeah. but at that point you take action though. And a lot yes. of people don't actually take action. Yes. They just think about the desired outcome without putting in the graph to get it. Exactly. It's action and momentum. Yeah. That's where you get into it. 
endurance. Endurance is coming from that. In fact, I think I'm going to come up with a new website, successendurance.com. Here we go. Love Got it now. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. What, there, there's so many salespeople that know what to do, but just don't do it. What, what do you right. believe that's down to? Why don't they do it? Because uh, a few reasons. One, they're lazy, but that's not really the, the main reason. Uh, I think the main reason that they don't actually do things is because they got beaten up so many times in the past. So what they're trying to do is 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 make the, the square go into the hole or the hole go in the square kind of thing, mm. you know, the peg. And so, you know, so what you we need to do is change that around, you know, change your status, change your, your outlook, um, ask yourself a better question. You know, when, mm. when people ask, like when something happens, typically this is what happens usually during the day. And you notice everything goes back to the mindset, right? Like yeah. everything that you've asked me, everything goes right back to the mindset. Mm. So the mindset's interesting where, um, you know, something happens and then you go, you, you say to yourself and you say this out loud and I, I guarantee you, Tony, you've done this before. Mm. You say, oh man, what else could happen? That's bad today. Yeah. Or what else could happen? Yeah. Right. Or this is going to be one of those days. Well, what if you changed it? You know, you got up and something positive happened, which means you got up, right? You're breathing. Yeah. You, you have caffeine in your, in your kitchen. You, you've got all these really cool things that are happening. What if you stop for a second and, and you're, gra you're grateful for those things, those yeah. little wins, as we call them, yeah. and say to yourself, wow. You say, wow, what, what else could happen positive today? What else yeah. could happen next? What else, what else is going to happen that's next that's going to be amazing? You know, and you're, now you're anticipating that next awesomeness, and guess what? It shows up. It's the yes. reticular act. That, that's brilliant. So are you saying that you need to become a lot more conscious of the great things? Because yep. you're absolutely right. You know, you wake up in a nice home, you know, for some people, and they go downstairs to their loving partner or their children. But we take that for granted so easily, right? Exactly. Absolutely right. We always take that for granted, and and it's natural. It's it's a natural human thing to, you know, to to be comfortable, right? Yeah. To be comfortable in different. That's what we're. You know, we strive to be comfortable. What if yeah. you change it and strive to be uncomfortable so that you can grow? And that's where the that's where growth happens. You know, if you look right. at a gym, you go to your gym. I have my gym right here in my my home. I literally yeah. just I have a whole gym here, yeah. and at my my in my a separate room over here. So I walk over to the gym and I'm going to start working out. Well, what the thing is, is I'm breaking down those muscles to be able to build them back up. Yeah. So that's where the growth pattern comes into play. Yeah. And you want to want to strive to be uncomfortable so you can be more comfortable in a higher level, higher so let, frequency. So let me ask you this. You spoke about the, was it the, not the power of eight you spoke about earlier, the strategy? Yeah. And you know, the let's say a salesperson loses a huge deal, right? So that they've been working on this deal and it's worth, you know, half a million pounds commission that they've been working on for the last three years and they lose that deal. How, mm -hmm. how do they get over that? What's your best advice and help in that regard? <laughs> well, it's, it's, I mean, all of us have been there, by the way. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've lost those deals, okay? And have you lost the deal or have you gained the knowledge? Yeah, brilliant. So it's what did That's you learn? What was, yeah. What did you learn? What was your, what lessons did you take? Exactly. And then you need to take action on it. That's the thing is you have to take action on it. Then if you're not going to take action on the lessons that you learned, then you're, you're, you're doing yourself a disservice. 
I think it was uh, our friend Jim Rohn who used to say, you're going to have uh, uh, seasons or um, reasons. You know, there's, there's going to be a season or there's going to be a reason. You know, where's the lesson in it? Yes. Right? Yeah, that's fantastic. So you, you mentioned earlier about your work with Brian Tracy, and one of the big, big takeaways was be the authentic you. You know, you show up every time. Right. What, what's some of the best tips and advice you've been given from some of the sales gurus that you've had, the like, like Jeffrey Gittimer, who's been on my podcast, and some of the other experts that you've surrounded yourself with? Oh, man. Gittimer is awesome, by the way. He's great, um, right? You know, it's interesting you say, like, it's interesting. Everyone has given me something different if I thought about it. Mm. Like, Gittimer, what I get from Gittimer is my, my uh, I'm, I don't have like a saying or a quote that he's given me. What I get from Gittimer is very simple, is stop, he usually curses, but so I won't. Yeah. <laughs> stop, stop, stop just messing up your mind. Just, just do it. Who cares? Nobody really cares. Like when we're, when we're worrying about things, yeah. most of the time, nobody gives a shit what you're worried about. Yeah. They don't care. You yeah. know, I mean, maybe your spouse cares because she's got a vested interest right there, but yeah. nobody else cares. You know, you're worrying about things and you're, and you're stressed out and you're getting upset and, and guess what? Nobody really knows. Nobody yeah. cares. So what I have, I've got a system where if I get upset about something or whatever, and then I just keep it quiet for a little bit and I resolve it and then I don't mention it to everyone. What the biggest problem that most people have is they mention it. Here's, here's something I do, Tony. I'll tell you, like, like this helped me as a, as, as a salesperson growing to the next level. Um, I would write emails. And no matter if it was positive or negative, didn't matter. I would write an email, whatever those emails are to, to whoever. Let's say it's a proposal. Let's say it's, I don't know, you know, um, dealing with a, an issue or something. Yeah. And I would write it and then I would not send it yet. I would just let it sit on my computer and I would revisit it about an hour or two hours later yeah. or the next morning. And then I reread it the next morning. And I said, wow, I'm taking that word out. I'm taking this out. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. You're like, maybe I shouldn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, and then all of a sudden you have people saying, wow, you're so compassionate. You're so nice. Thank you for that email. And I'm like, yeah, you should have seen the first draft, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's brilliant. That's a really good tip. I know you've written six books and I, I know one, one that you said is probably the most helpful for salespeople is about time management. What, what's one of your, yeah. your top, top tip when it comes to, helping salespeople manage their time better? Manage their time? Yeah. I mean, there's, what, what I do is I, I have created a wait list. This is one of the best things out of that book. I love it. Create a wait list. And what I mean by this is literally create a wait list. I did this with my company years and years ago. I called up all my company members. You know, if you have salespeople that work underneath you or yeah. colleagues or whatever, and you all come to this uh, agreement. You say, okay, I, I called my team and I, there were about 10 of them. I said, okay, here's the deal, guys. We're not taking any orders for the next month. And they all freaked out. They all freaked out. They're like, wait, what, yeah. what are we doing? We're closing down? I'm like, no, 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 no. We're not taking any orders for the next month, meaning we're going to cr create a wait list. Now, yes. we, how many orders do you guys have? Everyone's like, well, I got five more clients that want to come in. I've got 10 more here that want workshops and coaching and tickets, et cetera. I go, yeah. great. Um, today's April, you know, whatever date it was, I said, great. Their next availability is May 15th. And they're like, wait, we're pushing them off a whole month? I go, yep. And, and that's going to create a wait list. So yeah. then what happened was, 
that month turned into two months, turned into three months. It turned into a real wait list. And now I'm happy to tell you, Tony, I have like, I do all these conferences for the last 10 years in different parts of the country here in the U S and yeah. uh, Canada and, and branched off to UK as well as, uh, as, uh, Australia. And we have literally, I mean, I'm, I'm kidding you not. We have a two year waiting list to be on my stage. Like people always ask me, they're like, how can I get on your stage? I go, you can either, you know, make it huge and beyond by yeah. being asked that way, or you can wait two years and do a speaker sponsor spot, you know? Yeah. And they're like, Oh my God, really? <laughs> so it's create that wait list. That's very clever. That's very, very clever. I love that tip. I want to ask Eric, you, you've been in the sort of the sales arena for obviously many, many years. You know, you mentioned back in the day with Tra Brian Tracy, what's one of the sales that stands out the most for you that you're probably most proud of or that taught you the most lessons? Wow. There's a lot of, lot of answers there. I mean, I'm not sure if I understood the question as much, but I'll just give you a, an answer anyway. Um, <laughs> one of the, the biggest sales that stood out for me, like one of the clients that I sold um, is one of the clients that I actually had to fire. So I fired this individual and I rehired him um, after I fired him because I fired him. I mean, and I'll tell you his name in a little bit if you want, but basically I fired him because, man, he just wasn't taking the advice and counsel from all these individuals that were giving him wisdom of awesomeness. Yes. And he literally wasn't taking their advice. He was like, he's like, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but I'll do it my way. And I'm like, you know what? Finally, I got, I got sick of it. And I said, you know what? You, I'm sorry. We just, we can't have you here anymore. Mm. You have to step down. You have to step down. And then, you know, we'll, we will rehire you once you figure it out. And um, I'll tell you his name. His name was Eric Swanson. Wow. I love that. I love that. I, I had to fire myself to rehire myself to learn yeah. the principles of success and, and learn from people who, who know how to do it. I'll tell you another example. Um, a buddy of mine, Greg, thanks. A buddy of mine, Greg Reed, he's, uh, he's been published in over a hundred books and he's, he's, uh, he's just an awesome dude. Yeah. Um, he talks, he talks about this. Like if you're going to learn how to be a best-selling author, like right now I'm a six time number one best-selling author. I've, mm -hmm. I've got six of my books six of my own books and I'm, I'm publishing about 10 others. And, and what, what he said was this, if you want to be a number one bestselling author, don't go to your spouse or your friend or, you know, somebody who's never written a book or they're not even a bestseller, you know, and m most people do that. They say, Hey, what do you think? What's your advice? Yeah. So he says, don't do that. He says, go to Jack Canfield, who's written X amount of, you know, chicken soup of the soul and yeah. Mark Victor Hansen. He's another buddy of ours. I just shared the stage with Jack and, and Michael wow. Beckwith and guys over there at the world's greatest motivators and go to them. You know, John Asroff, he's a, a great friend of ours. Go yeah. to one of these, these individuals and ask them. And you know what they'll tell you? Like Sharon Lecter, she's a dear friend of mine. She'll, she'll say, Eric, look, if you're, if you're looking at getting started to be a bestseller or New York times bestseller, I, I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'll tell you the four things not to do. Mm. Don't do this, this and this and this. From my mm. experience, this didn't work. Right. Mm. So, so take the counsel from people who are experts in their field. Yeah, that's great advice. I love that. I absolutely love that. Where, you know, I know you've got this virtual summit coming up. So where can, my, where can my audience access and book onto the virtual summit? And where can they access some of your awesomeness in terms of your books, your great content, etc., Eric? Yeah, absolutely. I just want you to say the word audience again. How do you say that? Say audience. 
audience. So here's the. I know. I, I guess I have a, a weird accent, huh? For the for the listeners. What what do I say? I say audience, <laughs> like like a Texan or something. Audience. Anyway, so funny. Um, somewhat, uh Let's see. Uh, where can they come? You know, there's two two sites I'll give you guys right now. Um, the first one is, and, and I'm going to give you a lesson on the first site. Okay. Here's the lesson in it. The lesson is how many of you know people that say, Oh, you should follow me, you know, here, go to John underscore Smith dash dash one, two, nine, four, seven dash dot com forward slash whatever. You know, it's like, really, <laughs> you know, it, it just make it easy for the audience to, to understand where you're going. So what I do, do you like that joke in there? Okay. So, so what I'm saying is make it easy for people to follow you. So for me, my name's of course, Eric Swanson and my last name is Swanson. My favorite word is the word awesome because when I was getting off a of stage one time sharing the stage with Les Brown, Les comes up to me in the green room and, and points at me and goes, you're Mr. Awesome. I was like, oh, thanks. When he calls you Mr. Awesome, you pretty much brand the heck out of that. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, so my favorite word is awesome. My last name is Swanson. If you want to follow me on any platform that you desire, just go to awesomeswanson.com because what you'll find there and the lesson is, is, is within these details. What you'll find is you'll find one page that's a very simple page to go to and all you do is click on whatever resonates with you. If you want to resonate with uh, Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter or Snapchat or uh, you know, whatever, or Instagram or Tic Tac. Yeah. That's, that's what I call it. So <laughs> if you want to resonate with any of those, just click on whichever works for you so that we can follow each other. Okay. So that's number one. And the second thing is I want to, I want to offer your audience a, um, a free entrance to come to our, uh, our global summit and our global summit, by the way, just like the lineup is, oh my gosh, what, what I do, Tony is this. I only connect with people that I like and I, I really love working with and yeah. that are good friends. And um, so I've got, uh, I mean, the, the names, I've got Jim Cathcart coming up here, Mark Victor Hansen. These are all on my yeah. summit coming up this Friday. Yeah. Uh, Shanda Sumper, Sharon Lecter, who wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Dennis Yu, he, um, he's the, um, the founder of uh, and chief officer of Blitz Metrics. I have Joseph McClendon from yeah. Tony Robbins uh, group. Laurel Langmeyer from The Secret. Ruben Gonzalez, four-time Olympian in the Luge. Wow. I've got Frank Shank. Who started Make a Wish Foundation? I've got Dan Clark, Alex Stern, who who started Constant Contact years yeah. ago. I have Jeff, Jeff Hoffman. He's the founder of Priceline. He also, you know, what else Jeff Jeff uh, invented? Um, when you go to the airport and you yeah. check in those kiosks to grab your boarding pass, that's what he invented. Wow. Um, I have uh, I have Greg Scott Reed. I've got Scott Duffy, who hangs out with uh, Sir Richard Branson on on his island all the time. Wow. Um, Brian Tracy is going to make a, a, an appearance. I have so many. I've got Steve Talbot. It's I have so exciting. many different. Oh my God, it's going to be great. So here's the website. Ready? It's it's real simple. It's globalvirtualsummit.com. That's it. Globalvirtualsummit.com. Go there, click the little free, 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 because your audience is getting, getting in for free. And uh, come join us. Come join Amazing. us this Friday all day. I can't yeah. wait. I'll 100% be there. And I know my listeners will be brain dead if they don't join. So I, I know they'll be there. <laughs> and uh, it's going to be Friday night for you, right? So it starts yeah. at 9.30, which is basically, let's see, 9.30 in the morning for us is probably around, what, around 8 o'clock or 7.30 your time probably. Yeah. 
it's going to be a good evening. Well, I'll be staying up yeah. for it. Eric, I cannot thank you enough for giving me your valuable time today. It's been unreal. And I, I know I've taken so much. I know my audience would have well. So, and I can't wait to see you in action on Friday. Awesome, brother. I appreciate you, Tony. You're the best, man. Don't, don't be a stranger. And let's see you, uh, as Zig says, see you at the top. Absolutely. Thank you, my friend.